0: Namaste, and welcome to Detours with me, Anuradha Goyal, where I talk to some very interesting personalities about journeys of all kinds. Today, we are going to go to one of the most beautiful parts of India, Spiti Valley. if you ask me what is the most unexplored part of India or the best kept secret of India, it has to be Spiti Valley. And we are inviting Dheeraj Sharma of Devil on Wheels to talk about it. Dheeraj is an authority on Himalayan region. He, uh, On his blog, he covers Spiti, Lahol, uh, uh, Ladakh, Bhutan, basically the whole upper Himalaya ranges of India, and he is his blog is not only uh, well known but it's one of the most well respected blogs. So I could not find anybody better to take us to Spiti. So Dhiraj, welcome to D Thank
1: you, thank you, Nrada. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for a lovely introduction.
0: Uh, it's been a long time that we've been talking about Spiti. So, tell sure. us for our listeners, tell us where exactly is Spiti located? Which part of the country is called Spiti Valley?
1: Sure, sure. So, so basically, Spiti Valley is located in Himachal Pradesh. It's like almost towards the end of Himachal Pradesh, uh, nearing the borders of Tibet. And uh, in fact, it shares the border with Tibet. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Basically, it, it's, it's a part of a larger district which is called Lahol and Spiti. And a lot of people got, get get confused that Lahol and Spiti are same. But they are like, you know, uh, different, different territories altogether. Although as a combined region, they are called Lahol and Spiti. Um, that's primarily because of like less population over there. Um, I think it's, it's one of the least populous uh, districts in India. About, you know 650 district it is one of the least pop- populous uh, so uh, that's why they call it combined as Lahol and Spiti so it, it it lies you know beyond Kinor, beyond uh, you know Rohtang Pass uh, you can visit both these valley Lahol and Spiti so there is like a fine distinction between the two valleys like uh, you know the Lahol valley is towards uh, towards the Ladakh side of the region Uh, Mm -hmm. in India and uh, Spiti Mm -hmm. Valley is like on the on the right hand side which you know uh, borders with with Tibet and all Mm -hmm. so so and and technically what what is what divides them is Kunzum Pass so there is uh, a pass called Kunzum Pass which divides uh, Lahol Valley and uh, you know Spiti Valley but um, uh, as far as you know administration is concerned I think it is Chhatru or uh, Chhotadhara where basically the division occurs Uh, so so Spiti administration takes care of uh, uh, everything till Chotadhara or Shatalu when you are traveling from Manali to Gaza which is Spiti valley Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where the division of Lahol and Spiti lies. Okay
0: so is Spiti also defined by the river Spiti?
1: Uh, It it comes uh, from its name um, Spiti because like you know most of the population lies around the Spiti um, river itself and um, as you travel like from you know if you want to reach Spiti you Mm -hmm. have like you know a couple of routes uh, from where you can go one is like uh, which is the most recommended one is like you travel via Shimla Mm -hmm. and uh, goes uh, go towards Kinnor and then further continue towards Spiti valley so So basically, this is the old Hindustan Tibet Highway. That's uh, mm-hmm. used to, used to know as uh, you know NH 22 as well, and now it is known as NH 5. So, um, and a lot of history is associated with this Hindustan Tibet Highway. And as you move alongside it, uh, you know, once you cross Kinor, um, uh, and then you enter Spiti Valley, and there is you know this point called, called Khab where uh, we have this, you know, confluence of uh, Satluj and um, uh, Spiti River. And from there, like, you know, Spiti begins and uh, all the way uh, near the Spiti River as it flows, there are lots of, lots of, uh, you know, small villages and l- settlements which exist throughout the Spiti Valley. So it is, and and, you know, the Spiti River... In fact, originates from like the Kunzum range, uh, which which divides Lahol and and, and Spiti.
0: Right. Uh, You know, what I remember of my trip of Stiti Valley is, you know, this sudden vast uh, range of mountains, uh, almost bare mountains, a cold desert. And like you said, the least populated part of the country, uh, you find villages, which are 70 people villages, 400 people villages, and something that is 2000 2000 people village would uh, essentially be a town there. Uh, something like Kaza. So, uh, so tell us how, uh, which is the best time to go to Spiti, and which is the best route to go to Spiti?
1: Sure, sure. So, like I briefly briefly touched upon that, basically there are two routes that exist. Mm-hmm. One goes via Shimla and Kinnaur. If we talk about you know how to reach Spiti, so mm-hmm. you can you can travel down that route, and the other route goes from Manali, and you know Pass, and further into Spiti Valley mm-hmm. uh, but generally you know my recommendation to the folks is that you travel via Shimla route uh, like Shimla Kinor, and then Spiti because mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, while following that route you kind of uh, you know follow follow a pattern of gradual altitude as in or Spiti mm-hmm. Valley is like a high altitude place which like average elevation is like around 14,000 feet which is a lot and um, you know you are bound to get acute mountain sickness if you are traveling uh, to Spiti Valley. Mm-hmm. So, what I generally recommend is that you travel to Shimla or Narkanda on the first night, then second night stay somewhere in Kinnaur, mostly like it's it's Kalpa, which is mm-hmm. again like a very beautiful place. And then third night, if your focus is not Kinnaur Valley to cover Kinnaur Valley as well, then you can you know uh, go to the go to. Tabu, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, first major settlement in Spiti Valley while going from Kinnar's side, uh, you can stay the third night over there. So that way you are gradually increasing your altitude. And by the time you hit like further high altitude beyond Tabu, your you, body is like well acclimatized. Of course, you know, you need to keep your body hydrated and all follow the uh, acclimatization principles. But this is the route I generally recommend. Otherwise, if you are traveling from Manali side, what you do is like you stay at Manali one night and then next day you can cross Kunzum Pass and uh, enter into Spiti Valley. Earlier, I mean, before last year, the only route was like to go via Rotang Pass and then Kunzum Pass and then enter into Spiti Valley. But last year, due to the opening of, uh, um, you know, water Tunnel, you can avoid traveling to Rotang Pass, which helps you avoid getting the permits for it. So, now the journey has become much more easier, uh, at least, you know, from the Rotang Pass perspective. But still, that adventurous part of Batal to all the way Loser, which is like the first village from the Manali side, it's it's absolutely amazing. So, um, so these are like, you know, a couple of routes that, that you can follow. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you are following, you can, you know, uh, view such... Views such mm-hmm. landscapes. Uh, this is like uh, a place which is like just before Tabu, and uh, you know this is like the Tabu Monastery.
0: Yeah, you can see a lot of these places. Uh, you know, in fact, uh, you know, while we are going to talk about the different places that you can see in Spiti Valley and the different places that you can stay at and spend some time, uh, the whole of Spiti Valley is a destination in itself. You know. I, I don't recommend traveling more than 40-50 kilometers in a day because everywhere you look, there is a treat for your eyes. There is a visual treat out there, and uh, that's what you are there to enjoy. So you should never go there in a rush.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So what I highly recommend is like people plan for like at least you know minimum of ten to eleven days uh, yes. to really enjoy the beauty of Spiti Valley, beauty of the villages. And you know, uh, like you were saying, you you have gone over there, and it's it's almost like you want to stop the car or bike. You know, almost every other turn, take out your camera, take a picture, or soak in its beauty. So uh, it's 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 pretty. You know, like like you correctly said, people ask me what is you know what to see in Speedy Valley. I said, I mean, like the whole Speedy Valley is like. Absolutely. You know, you can just go there and just see things. Um, the only thing that you need to keep in mind is where to sleep at the end yes. of the day, yes. right? Yes. So yes. that's 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 how uh, these villages have popped up. Uh, uh, otherwise, it's it's more like every other turn has its own beauty and um, and if you are okay with the homestays, you can pretty much stay in like any of the villages, not uh, not the common ones that we know. So yes. I mean. Villages, villagers are very very or the locals are very very uh, warm and hospitable um, so it, it's it's pretty amazing uh, you know as soon as you enter the Spiti region mm-hmm. the whole um, like you said like the whole you know landscape changes into barren and yes. beauty that's what we call
0: and um, it, is so pictures, it is so picturesque. it is so picturesque That you just need to point your camera. You don't need to be a photography expert. You don't need to understand cameras. Just point your camera somewhere and you have a perfect Uh picture.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I'm not at all. I mean, I don't have any kind of skills in photography. And whenever I come back with like these pictures, everybody is warped. I mean, like, uh, but I say I have no role to play in it. It is more like I just point and shoot, nothing else. Yes. Yes. but yeah, I mean, because it's the beauty. Uh, generally, people have not seen. Um, I think that's another thing that excites b- excites them, um, especially like this barren kind of region. We are used to see. We are re- used to relate mountains with you know trees, pine trees, yes. and you know beautiful greenery with snow. But uh, you know this barren beauty of Ladakh and Spiti. Um, only only few can imagine. Yes. At least, you know, a few years back uh, when I started traveling, only few used to imagine. And yes. I think and rather you I missed one of the part of the question which was like the best time to you know visit Spiti yes. Valley. So I'll you know quickly show a couple of things. So if you ask me best time to visit Spiti Valley, it I mean I would generally say that it, it's more or less dependent on you know what what preferences you have. So mm-hmm. if you are looking for a pleasant uh, weather trip, then of course, you know, you can travel. Any time between you know, June to July, I would highly recommend to avoid any monsoon time because mm-hmm. you would be traveling from Kinor region, which is very, very fragile. And, um, you know, especially in, 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 in monsoon or in rains, mm-hmm. uh, landslides are very, very common over there. So just avoid the monsoon season and then it all depends upon your personal preference. Pleasant season uh, you want, then go in, you know, May and June, July. Uh, that's when the road will open uh, via Kunzum Pass, uh, so that you can do the entire circuit. If you're not interested in entire circuit, and you're interested in lots and lots of snow. like So basically, you know, you need to go and um, uh, you need to go over there uh, in February, March. You would see beautiful winter uh, loaded views with, you know, lots and lots of snow. You'll see nothing but snow. So February, March, uh, I recommend, but there are pros and cons to it. Um, I mean, it, it requires a separate video or, or separate, you know, discussion yes. to talk about uh, what are the pros and cons of going in winters. So if you are interested in heaps of snow, go in winters, which is like I would say uh, anytime between uh, February, March and April, you would go, you would see lots and lots of snow. Then comes uh, one of the beautiful, uh, you know, beautiful time period which is like my favorite and that is like you know September endish or October that's mm-hmm. where you would see some beautiful colors you know the the river is very very uh I would say like you know the all the rivers gets uh turquoise color aqua color uh, and then you would see the autumn colors as well mm-hmm. those are like beautiful autumn colors you can see in Spiti valley uh, so that's my favorite time because roads are pretty much stable at that moment, uh, especially like the Manali Kaza road, mm-hmm. and um, of course you get to see the beauty of uh, the entire entire valley with uh, some beautiful autumn colors, fall colors
0: during right.
1: that time.
0: So I would just re-emphasize what Deeret said just said. One is that uh, Kunzum Pass opens in July, August for some time. So, if you want to do Shimla to Manali, you have to plan during that time. It opens for a very small window. And second, you you have to be prepared for any kind of landslides there. Uh, If a landslide occurs, there's only a single road, which means you stop there wherever you are. And you realign the rest of your itinerary. So you should always keep some buffer when you are visiting these parts.
1: Right, right. And and generally, like the Kunzum Pass opens uh, in June, uh, first week. And okay. then from June, first week, it remains open till almost, you know, November. But it is not recommended to travel beyond, you know, uh, I don't recommend traveling beyond Uh, mid of October or at least, you know, after October, there is a big no-no of traveling uh, from Kunsoom Pass because snowfall can happen and you can get stranded in the middle of, uh, uh, you know, middle of nowhere over there with miles to walk uh, to safety.
0: Right. So now let's start uh, traveling with you. Uh, So Mm -hmm. uh, in in my mental map, um, the first spot uh, uh, as soon as you enter or just before you enter Spiti Valley is Nako, a small little village, which is my favorite village for multiple reasons. But I would like to hear your views on Nako and then Tabo.
1: Right, right. So, uh, uh, definitely. So, just before uh, you are entering Spiti Valley, like you said, um, Nako is one of the most beautiful uh, villages that comes, comes across uh, in kinnor Valley. And there are like few more villages once you cross them and then, you know, you enter something called Sumdo, which is your checkpoint uh, where you need to register at the police check post, Mm -hmm. uh, enter your details, and then you enter into the Spiti Valley. But Nako, uh, again, like it also has a special place in my heart, uh, especially like the view from the top, uh, because it's like a high altitude village. So it is sitting on a top uh, and and the views that it offers of the expanse of Himalayas is is pretty amazing, um, yes. and I I highly recommend people like having a lunch over there, um, yes. and and explore the village, uh, the lake, and then you know kind of uh, move on to the uh, to the uh, next destination, which is like Tabu. And yeah. as the lake
0: as, here as, is beautiful. Uh, lake at Nako is simply stunning. And right, what yeah. I remember is the youth club at Nako, uh, which mm-hmm. gives you a lovely tour of the village for just rupees fifty or something, and they organize treks. Uh, one of the best managed tourism activity in a village that I have seen.
1: Right, right. And and those Let's people. See. I mean, when you are you know, when you are you know uh, taking up such a tour, you are contributing back to the society yes. like over there
0: yes
1: so that's that's a really really good good thing yes. if you know any one of you visiting there do support uh support them um everything yes. goes back to their community so yes. and and pretty much you know you feel associated to the place right absolutely right?
0: absolutely let's move to tabo
1: right right so this is like uh, i mean like you know the, the, as as you move uh, from um, uh, sumdo and mm-hmm. you you enter the f- i mean i won't call it a first village because like technically i think holding is the first village in spiti mm-hmm. valley but once you cross holding uh, um, you reach you know tabu mm-hmm. which is uh, basically um, you know the main place uh, where you can stay for the night yes and tabu has a monastery where uh, you can get some amazing, uh, you know, uh, views, uh, as well as not, not just the views, but Tabu Monastery has its own significance in the entire, you know, Spiti region. And, um, and, and you can, you know, pretty much go and see the meditation caves, uh, at the, at the, you know, top of the hill, right on the corner, uh, of Tabu village. And, uh, Those are pretty, pretty, you know, amazing to see how, how they meditate in those, um, you know, in those caves. And uh, I think Anuradha, your uh, blog also covers one of the ancient.
0: Yes. So Tabu has uh, many, many, many interesting things for me. One is it has got one of the oldest mud monasteries, which is made of mud, not uh, of any concrete material. Uh, It has, uh, that monastery has ancient Buddhist paintings, which are comparable to Ajanta paintings. And they are very, very well preserved. If you go there, if you speak to Lamas, they will give you a tour of the monastery. They don't allow photography, but they will tell you beautiful tales of each of the Bodhisattvas and each of the Buddha stories Mm -hmm. there. Uh, Then, like you said, there are meditation caves on the hill. Plus I have a secret uh, which I don't think anybody else has yet discovered Mm -hmm. that Tabu has ancient petroglyphs uh, or the rock art uh, which is something like what we find at Dhinbetka in Bhopal or uh, you know in many many prehistoric ancient caves Uh, so those petroglyphs have been preserved by uh, ASI but they are just kept in an open ground there you have to really (coughs) look for them but they are within the the village limits of Tabo. So I remember Tabu as a, as a cultural hotspot of Skiti.
1: Um, and it's a very good place to spend the night. Uh, yes. Get uh, you know get accustomed to the high altitude, yes. and um, there are pretty good homestays uh, uh, up there in in Tabo. There are yes. hotels as well if you prefer yes. them. Um, you can stay over there. So that's that will be your you know kind of first night in in um, Spiti Valley. It's
0: a good or, place to park yourself and see the surroundings.
1: Exactly, exactly. And um, then as as you travel further from there, so basically you can go over uh, and visit Dhankar uh, monastery and mm-hmm. Dhankar Lake. Uh, Dhankar Lake is a trek so and uh, it, it takes uh, a toll on your body uh, mm-hmm. if especially if you are not accustomed to uh, and uh, you know, uh, because it will be your fourth day and you would be gasping for, for <laughs> breath, definitely, especially <laughs> on the accent.
0: Okay. So,
1: uh, but if you are, uh, if you are open for uh, such an adventure, go for it. It will take a couple of hours uh, from, from Dhankar monastery Street itself uh, to cover the lake and come back. But it's, it's again, like a beautiful surrounding. You can get like views of Mani, Manirang range uh, from there. And um, and then, and then, you know, you come down, have lunch at uh, Tidhankar Monastery. And then, you know, after after that, probably there are two choices. Uh, one is like you can go and enter into one of, again, you know, my favorite places. It's like a hit or a miss, I would say. For most people, I really like uh, the views Pin Valley offers. Yes. <laughs> and uh, uh, and again, you know, it's it's basically hit or a miss for some of the people. Some people like it, some people don't like it. Especially, um, I I think it's it's kind of a narrower uh, as mm-hmm. compared to the other regions of Spiti Valley. So I think that's probably some people uh, don't like it. But mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 again, you know, very 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 beautiful place, especially if you drive all along the pin river so again you know pin river is like a tributary that that flows into the spiti uh and um you know i you, want to add
0: something uh dheeraj uh, you know uh-huh. you mentioned dhankar monastery uh, now dhankar monastery literally hangs on a cliff
1: ah, exactly. literally
0: hangs on a cliff and i later learned that it's in the list of most fragile monuments in the world
1: yeah it okay? is about and,
0: yes and okay. also if you visit the monastery inside which i which is what i did uh there there are rooms on top where uh, they don't allow more than three people at one point in time it is so fragile right it right. is so fragile so you know uh, but it's hanging on what is important is that it's hanging on right
1: uh, right. right and there are preservation efforts in place um, yes. you know in order to preserve it and in fact like uh, you know once you go at the top over there, you can get a very, very nice view of uh, how Pin River flows into, Beautiful. you know, uh, City River. So, it's, it's like kind of a confluence point as well yes. uh, and you can get a vantage point to view the confluence yes. from there.
0: I clearly remember so, the window of the monastery through which you see that confluence.
1: Right, right. It's, it's, right.
0: Okay, so it's so kind of Dhankar, a magical place. Yeah, it is. It is a magical place. So after Dhankar, where do we go? Kaza?
1: Yeah, after Dhankar, like, right? Like I said, like if you prefer going to Pin Valley, I would recommend that you go into Pin Valley, spend a night over there in Mud Village, mm-hmm. uh, enjoy the views of Pin Valley, uh, and then like next day from Pin Valley, you go over to the Kaza. And Pin Valley is like a diversion uh, from mm-hmm. Dhankar or Tabu to Kaza route uh mm-hmm. so basically you go into pin valley spend a night over there which will be your fourth night and mm-hmm. then next morning uh, start your journey from pin valley and enjoy the views along uh pin valley kaza route and mm-hmm. you know reach reach, Kaza and rest for the day mm-hmm. that and kaza is like the main headquarter of um, or or you can call like a district sub headquarters of uh, spiti region um uh and then for the lahol region it is Kelong. Um so that is where the main life of Spiti re- revolves, right? Uh it has um a major hospital, it has all the administration offices.
0: So anybody has, pump. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: it's it's it has a petrol pump called uh claimed as highest petrol pump, definitely. Um but yeah, I mean uh Gaza is a, is a town and there are lots of hotels, guest houses, homestays, uh to stay in Gaza and a little ahead of kaza about 6 7 kilometers it's it's rangrik village which is again you know situated right at the banks of spiti river so either some people now have started preferring rangrik over you know kaza um, just because of proliferation of uh, the tourism you know and and lots and lots of hotels um, popping up in in kaza yeah. So, Kaza is so like these big are,
0: town. Once you've spent four or yeah. five days in Spiti Valley, when you reach Kaza, right. you suddenly see life.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. That's where the whole life of Spiti revolves around.
0: Right, right. But tell us about the village loops you can do from Kaza.
1: Yes. So, from Kaza, once you, you know, take a rest on uh, probably like day five, you take rest in Kaza, uh, enjoy, stock up uh, okay. the supplies of food and water or, you know, whatever you want to stock up over there because that's where you will get it right and then you know you have a choice uh if you are into trekking i would say uh and you have decent amount of uh, time at hand mm-hmm. then the best thing is that you travel from kaza uh and go to like Key or kibir mm-hmm. and from there you know start the village trek and mm-hmm. um the village trek is more like, you know, you reach uh, key Monastery, and mm-hmm. from key ministry, either you drive again back to Kibber um, mm-hmm. or if you want to stay in key, then, you know, take the, tr- start the trek from there. key to Kibber uh, village, which is again, you know, one of the high uh, villages and, um, you know, very, very beautiful offering nice, nice views. So, so again, you know, you can go to Kibber from there and mm-hmm. then from Kibber, you can further go to Langza, Langza to, you know, comic, comic to Hikkim, and then Hikkim to Demul, Demul to Lalung, and then come back. So you can see like lots of villages up there. Uh, it's it's kind of a loop uh, or village loop, uh, generally people call it. Um, you can do it like either by car or, uh, or, you know, best way to explore this route is uh, by foot. And if you have time these many days, like because one um, one village to another village will require you in another, uh, the entire day, then a rest in one village and then move on from one village to another. So that's how you do uh, if you want to do the trek. Otherwise, uh, generally people do it in car. So um, they club it like, you know, Ki kibber, Gete, Tashigang. This is a loop that generally people do in one day and the next day. People do, you know, Langza, Hikim, Kormik. Uh, sometimes they include Demul. Sometimes they skip it because it, it lies a little um, towards Dhankar and, and, and Lalung side. So those are like two hidden villages, which rarely people visit um, Lalung and, and Demul. But again, you know, offering some spectacular views um, right right from the top or top of them. So if okay. you have time, visit all these villages up there, which is like the high, high villages of Spiti. Uh, otherwise, you know, spend time uh, in Kiber um and you know, just visit Kete and Tashigang for views, and, and come back to Kaza next day. Go to Langza, he came comic loop, and uh, spend time over there uh, because uh, you know, once you reach Langza, you you see uh, views which are like amazing. I mean, you there is a peak called Chachu Nelda. Um, you can you can go and watch that uh, uh, view of that peak which is like amazing right yeah. so uh, and, and then it, it has a you know a different feeling Langza is like one of my favorite villages uh, or favorite places in the world which is you know which almost ties with Hanle which is in Ladakh and I cannot like distinguish whenever people ask me which is like your favorite place in the world So I cannot like separate them out. So both these Hanle and Langs are ties together. And um, you you were definitely spending time over there, like four or five hours to soak in the beauty of it.
0: Right. I would also like to add that when you look at the key monastery, look at how the architecture in in these mountains is. These huge monasteries have been built without any foundation and they've been built with the contours of the mountain, which in itself is a marvel. So you uh, you must admire that when you visit it. Okay, so let's move from Kaza to Kunzum. Now tell us uh, something about Kunzum Pass and any stories of Kunzum Pass.
1: Yeah, so I mean like uh, uh, from Kaza, once, cl- once you view or visit these villages, you can start traveling or towards the exit of Spiti. And um, you, you cross the Loser village. Mm-hmm. And from Losar is like the last village from where um, you would enter into a, a, a gate called like, welcome to Spiti or uh, thanks for visiting Spiti. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where the journey to Kunzum Pass starts. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, there is a temple up there um, uh, at the at the Kunzum Pass. So do a Parikrama. Make sure you are doing it in a clockwise manner. Otherwise, like, uh, especially the locals, uh, they don't take it... Um, you know, positively, if you are doing it anti-clockwise, it's, it's, these are small things. Even if you encounter a stupa uh, while you are, you know, uh, on the road, then it, it's always good to cross that stupa in a, clockwise you know, a manner. clockwise manner, right? Um, and you would always, you you have been there, so you might have already seen, you know, whenever there is a stupa on the road, uh, there are always two ways to go around it. There is I, it, it's never on the corner. So, either right. they carve a way out on the other side, even if it is not a road, well-maintained road, they will have a dirt track. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's how people uh, respect, um, you know, uh, things up there. So, yes. our culture and religion up there. So And as visitors, you should
0: also be very, very respectful of these things.
1: Right, right. right. And, you know, it, it gives a different uh, feeling and different, you know, um, I would say, different respect uh, in terms of the locals eyes that, you know, you are respecting that, uh, that values that they have. So it helps
0: you connect with the locals much better when you're respectful right, to them.
1: Right, right. Absolutely. So once you cross Kunzum Pass, uh, that's where, you know, you roll downhill towards a, a dhaba settlement called Bartle. Mm-hmm. And just before Battle, you have a diversion towards, again, you know, one of the most beautiful places out there, which is called Chandratal Lake. My favorite uh, lake, is, you know, my
0: most magical lake it is.
1: <laughs> exactly, exactly. And and Chandratal, uh, you know, you were asking about um, some of the stories of uh, Kunzum or, you know, this region. It is a place where, you know, the whole devil on wheels started. Um, uh-huh. It was like... Uh, you know, about 2009, uh, mm-hmm. when I didn't know anything about High Himalayas, I was young <laughs> and uh, it's basically, we said, oh, there is some lake called Chandratal. Uh, let's go over there. And a couple of my cousins and uh, a friend, um, a school friend said that, okay, let's go. And we went there, you know, without any kind of preparation, nothing. And um, it was a time where just Kunzum Pass has not, opened i mean it was just like the you know first few days of june and at that time it used to like snow and you we used to have like big wall snow walls um and we just went there and there was i would say uh no information uh, about like how high it is and we were also careless i would say mm-hmm. because we were young and we don't didn't know anything about high altitude and it ended up almost costing me my life and uh, you know it, it's a big story maybe some other day but uh, at the end of the day it was more like um, there was uh, you know uh, uh, aged uncle uh, over there um, who was there with the With us on the battle camp. And uh, we were sleeping. And he said that. Hey guys. uh, I mean like. Are you going to Chandrataal? Because the road is closed. We said yeah. We will go. And uh, he said that. Oh okay. Do you have the gears and all? Uh, Because you know. There were like snow slopes. uh, Mm -hmm. On it. And uh, we said. Why do we need gears? Uh, We have. And, And he was like. You know. Seeing our shoes. That what kind of shoes are we wearing? And they were like plain old sports shoes uh, in which we are used to wear and he said guys I mean it's like a death wish that you have uh, but I know you guys are engineers you have some kida in you and you won't listen to me uh, and we just you know just uh, shrug him off and said okay you no know, uncle we'll see in the morning and to uh, in the morning we were like on the way uh, wow. it's like it started snowing. Um, I mean, we took about, it's a 14 kilometer trek if you are doing it. And because we were doing it from Bartle, it added like a couple of more kilometers. So it was like 16 kilometers uh, all the way to Chandratal, And we just kept walking over there. And uh, I would say we took about five and a half hours to reach the point where it was, you know, you park the cars and mm. then there is an accent right you have seen that there is right, an accent right. that you go and uh, uh, so so we reached that camping site and from there uh, you have to still further trek uh, right. a lot right. and at that time it was two o'clock and my guide said that guys I mean we can't make it it has started snowing mm. and we will die here and mm-hmm. that's where we realized <laughs> where <laughs> we are Mm -hmm. It was a terrible, terrible thing. And that I think, you know, once um, a lot of things happened in between, I was almost literally hanging on a snow slope where, you know, um, uh, the guide came in, dug up a hole, asked me to put in and and somehow my life was saved. It was all AMS. uh, uh, I was puking whole night. Um, Literally, I I Mm -hmm. thank still today. Uh, I got saved uh, due to Dorje uncle, there is a dhaba at the battle, um, you might yes, have visited yes, him, yes, uh, Chandra Dhaba. Yes. And, and he's a savior of so many, so many folks uh, over the last, you know, two decades or more. Um, so he, he kind of helped a lot, uh, stabilizing my my condition um, in that region. And that's where I realized that I have to do something, you know, um, I have to spread this knowledge and that's where like Devilon Wheels was born. Um, and i still owe my life uh, to those folks and that's why like everything whatever uh, we do at devilon wheels it's, it's back to them and that's why like this Chandratal thing is like a very very special uh, uh, it has like a very special yeah. uh, place in my life
0: same here and, um, you know i it's very very special for me i had one of my most magical travel moments at chandratal uh, which i have written about on my blog i have also mentioned this in my book lotus in the stone uh, it is the place i don't know if you know uh, but this is the place where uh, the, the you know the pandavas uh, when they were going to the heaven to swarg this is the place where yudhishthir went to heaven okay so chandratal is the place which from where he where he ascended the heaven, so it becomes, and there are a lot of other stories uh, you know, which which I've written about in the book. Um, but it's a most magical place. If you spend a night there, you must see the night sky. It's almost it almost feels like you can jump and catch the stars.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Great, direct. Before we let you go, Dheeraj, you have to tell us some of the best practices that the travelers should keep in mind when they are visiting these very sensitive uh, zones.
1: Sure, sure. So um, I think, you know, some of the things that I keep on um, suggesting folks is, of course, you know, plastic and all, we all know about it, but rarely we practice it out. Uh, make sure that, you know, whatever plastics you are Going uh, get, getting it over there, you are bringing it back, and um, in fact, like you know, in in Spiti Valley, there was an initiative that was uh, starting by the locals that they are going to ban the plastic bottles. And in fact, in one of the season, they did it as well. And if you just you know do a math, uh, the number of plastic bottles, if you are like using plastic bottles which are like disposable ones, um, that's one of the biggest source of plastic. Uh, that we take and we consume and if you cut that right you would uh, be surprised by just one family how Hmm. many plastic bottles you are not going to put in that environment those environments do not have any kind of you know disposable system so or recycling system so at the end of the day, they have to dump it somewhere uh, maybe okay. they are like, you know, uh, cogniz- cognizant of the fact that they have to clean their surroundings uh, keep it clean uh, for, for tourism. Uh, but at the end of the day, they are just hiding it uh, in, in, you know, uh, in some other ma- mountain or maybe like dumping it in the river mm-hmm. so that it flows. So, okay. so we have to take responsibility and, um, I think my responsibility starts with my family. So I make sure that my mm-hmm. family, my immediate family, the, the children, especially the children whom we can so educate. So no plastic
0: and, and actually no garbage should be left back.
1: Right, right, right. That's like, you know, a basic thing. The second thing I briefly touched upon, like whenever you are encountering some stupas or, uh, you know, uh, uh, chotans, then. Be make respectful. sure that you are u- using be respectful. Make sure you are using uh, clockwise direction. Even if you are, you know, spinning a prayer wheel, spin them in like clockwise direction. Um, that's you know, that's a huge respect to to the religion up there. And um, and and you know, apart from that, be mindful of what um, you are wearing, especially in the monasteries. So and you know, just just know the code of conduct over there. Don't okay. disturb. Right. So these are, you know, some of the basic things. Yes. If you follow, I mean, rest of the things comes along with it. Right. Uh, just knowing the code of conduct uh, in a monastery. Right. And, you know, a lot of people now, because of Instagram age, uh, they want to capture the beauty of um, the monasteries. But, uh, you know, the flashlight does damages the scrip- scriptures over there. Um, even if, and and, you know, I sometimes see and I politely ask people that, you know, this is, something that probably would have been written over there that flashlight is not used, uh, should not be used and then they would come up with an excuse that oh, I mean, you know that the Lama-ji was very, very humble and uh, he allowed us to take it. Uh, I, I would say that, you know, those people are very, very humble and uh, very warm. They Don't use them. Don't use them and, you know, just understand that Whatever you are doing, they have been hidden over there and you are into like, you know, ancient things. So, you know, like how, uh, how much damage the light can, can do uh, to that. So uh, I think these are some of the basic things um, you should keep in mind.
0: Great, Thiraj. Thank you so much Mm -hmm. for taking us to Spiti in such a beautiful manner. Uh, We will bring you back for another conversation on other parts of Himalaya sometime. And uh, uh, guys, do check out Devil on Wheels, uh, uh, the blog itself, and the Instagram handle for the stunningly beautiful videos and images of the valley. Thank you so much, Theeraj.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you, Rada. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for having me here.
0: Thank you for joining us on detours. You can also join us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our handle is in details. I N D I T A L E S. See you soon.